God is able, Ephesians 3.20, to do immeasurably above all that we ask. In fact, the scriptures say all that we dare to ask or even imagine. Far beyond our imagination. I came in as a youth, as a prayer pastor. My message then was on prayer. I will leave my message on prayer as well. God bless you. You may be seated. Give Jesus all the glory. Come on. It's been my joy and privilege to have served in this church. Never wanted to come to a big church. I always wanted to serve in a smaller church, but God has His ways. He's always God has His ways. And so I want to thank the Lord because based on my agreement with Pastor Linda over a favor she did for me, I was in transition then after my previous church wanting to start a home for the disabled. And so she said, why don't you come and join me in Glad Tidings? Although the late Reverend Arthur Young has asked me before. And I say no. And so I came just to serve very quietly as a with the children. And I enjoyed children's ministry. And then along the way come our main pastor, Reverend Dr. Vincent Leo. And uh, then he called me to the office. Do you still remember? I said, give me one month to pray about being the prayer pastor because then I was already helping some other youth pastors, youth church outside there, other, other churches. I said, give me one month to pray. And then at one month I was praying, I literally saw a vision of the enemy just wanting to attack me. And I said, my goodness, I've not even started. And the devil challenged me and said, if you dare to walk further, I'm going to kill you. And I remember in that vision, the Lord brought me through and I saw the glory of the Lord. And with that, he affirmed in the scripture as well, for me, confirmation must always come from the word of God besides the conviction of the Holy Spirit and his voice. So I sought the face of God and he spoke to me through his word that he's going to go before me and he will be with me. And I came to pastor's office and I said, yes, I never imagined to be a prayer pastor, by the way. Those days they call it prayer director. Can you imagine? I could never direct except the Lord. And so gladly I took on the position. It has been challenging. Uh, those of you who know, I literally almost died one of the morning watch, coming for morning watch. I was going out of Subang Jaya exit. And as I was going down that morning, trailers came head on at me. And I knew I'm going to die. A trailer that has no right to come in, came in and was hit on. I was driving my Proton and I was a new driver then. And, uh, and so at that point, I saw white light and I thought I'm going to die. And I remember closing my eyes. That's the wrong thing to do when you're hit on. And I closed my eyes because I saw white light and it just, I thought I'm in heaven. And I just went through and then I opened my eyes. I was trembling. I was really shaking. Now I talk about it and I'm shaking. I was really shaking, and then I said, am I in heaven? Am I in heaven? And I saw, I hear how cars honking and traffic traveling, and I knew the Lord has preserved my life. Give Him grace, give Him praise and glory. And I drove to the morning watch. I don't know if Michael Tang remember and all the rest who were my committee, then Rosie, Rosie De Silva. Rosie De Silva and Tiffany and, and Darren, Jacob and Jenny, they were all my committee then. And I was shaking in the morning watch that the Lord has preserved my life. I want you to know this. No weapon forged against you shall prosper. That if God is for you, who can be against you? Amen. The Lord is on our side. Come on. Amen. 
And so with that, I am stepping down, not because of anything, but because this has been something that the Lord has spoke to me, spoken to me five years ago. The young adults knew there was a day I gathered them together to say my goodbye. And the Lord knows the timing because if I look back five years ago, the youth church is not ready because the pastors were not in position then. But I make a decision, and I remember a lot of parents were like, you know, how could you do this? No, 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 no. So I held back. Five years ago, I already sort of said to the young adults. And so, you know, and along the way, the Lord spoke to me, and somewhere this year, uh, somewhere in September, when Darren and Huyen was just uh, worship leading, the Lord spoke to me again and says, Julie, what have I been telling you? That day, they were singing the song, I will live and not die. And I say, God, yes, I will live and not die and I will follow you. I will follow you. Amen. And so I decided and that's when in October. Now along the way, what happened was this. I was speaking in uh, Methodist, uh, Paya Labor Methodist uh, Women's Conference with uh, Reverend Suzette Hesting. You might not know her, but you would know Reham Bonke, the evangelist in Africa. How many of you know him? Yeah, this congregation, you have more because most of you are older. Only the older people will know him. Then I know your age. And so during that time, Reverend Suzette Hastings pulled me aside to the Methodist pastor, and it's good, it's in the Methodist church, not Assembly of God, so they don't know me. And she said this to you, I don't know you, but she said, I have this word for you. She says, Julie, discern, discern, discern. You need to discern the difference between the need and the call. You're hanging on because of the need, but God wants you to respond to the call. That If you were to step out, there's going to be such an anointing that the enemy will fear. And with that, Pastor Gwen was there with me. She was crying because God was speaking to Pastor Gwen at that time. Release Pastor Julie. She has to go. And I knew there was a confirmation. Now, those of you who know Pastor Pete, Papa Pete. Papa Pete, when we were in, in, in Philippines, Asia Pacific Youth Life Conference, Pastor Danny and Angeline, they were there with me. And he pulled me aside outside and he spoke to my life and says, Pastor Julie, God is raising you up for the nations and so on and so forth. And Danny and Pendulin were crying and crying as well. So was I. So I knew there was another confirmation. I was co-speaking with Margaret Court in Skyline, Sabah, uh, Victory Life Pastor. Margaret Court is the world tennis champion. And uh, she spoke to me the same thing. He said, you carry anointing that God wants to use for the nation. So with that, I knew these people don't know me because they are Molang. They are, they are not Asians. You understand what I'm saying? They all happen to be Caucasians. So definitely, their field of attachment uh, with me is far away. So I want you to know that if the Lord has spoken, I will follow. I will follow. And I'm not someone who makes bash and rash decision. I prayed about this for a long, long time. And I knew the time have come. If I don't follow, God's going to kill me. So I better don't have the fish swallowing me. So I better follow him now. Amen. So God is good. And all the time. Come on, give Jesus all the glory. And so my message this morning is about stay Stand strong. Oh my goodness. They all they were there yesterday. Stand strong. You got to stand strong because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell. He knew the gates of hell will come against the church. And so he said, I is Jesus. He builds this church. He said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Do I hear an amen here? And so we need to stand strong. 
And I was just looking into the scripture in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, all the way down. Very interestingly, as I look into that scripture, it has this word, finally. It's almost like my final message. So finally, after being here for 26, officially 24 years, I say, finally. Isn't that cool? When you see the word finally in the Bible, there is always a precedent chapter, precedent verse in the context. So preceding this chapter, you see immediately up there is about relationship between master and slave. And before that is a relationship between parents and children. And then you turn over to chapter 5, it's a relationship between husband and wife. And on top of chapter 5 is a relationship among believers. Isn't that cool? It's instruction for living among us because God knows that is so important. But after all the instruction for, live, for, for church, for household, for, for husband and wife, for parents and children, and then for master and slave, that means in the working place, then he went on to finally. You know why? Because behind all this, if you look into finally, later on what it says, you will know it's so important to get things right because the enemy is out there. How many of you know that we all have to go through warfare? We don't have a choice the minute you become a believer. Yeah? Are you in warfare now? Some of you don't even know, right? Because, because you're, you're, you're just, you know, going on a defeat. Don't go on a defeat mode. You're not defeated. You're a winner, not a loser. You're a conqueror, not the conquered. You're a victor, not the victim. You're a hit, not the tail. Come on, you're more than conquerors. You are more than conquerors. We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus our Lord. So finally, he said here, finally be strong in the Lord and in the might of it, the power of his might. Then he says, put on the full armor of God so that you can withstand the wiles of the devil. Why? Because he says, because our wrestle is not against flesh and blood. You see, flesh and blood is not against. The word against here, meaning in the Greek, it has to do with you forwardly march with an intention. Against. I march forward. I move forward with an intention. Ana lambano. That's what it means. I move forward with an intention to do something. So it says, your, your, your wrestle is not against flesh and blood. What was flesh and blood earlier? The relationship among the, the, the believers, the relationship among husband and wife, the relationship among sons and daughters with their parents, and the relationship among workers and the, and, and, and the what do you call it? Huh? Workers and employer. Sorry. And so it says, your wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and rulers in these dark ages and spiritual hosts of wickedness. That's what it is. In the heavenly realms. Then he says, therefore. Then he used the word therefore. You want to look at the scripture? I forgot. You want to look at the scripture? Sometimes I go a bit fast. You want to look at the scripture? Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, all the way down. Okay, then he says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the days of evil come, you can take your stand after you have done everything to stand. Then he says, Stand firm, therefore, with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, the breastplate of righteousness here, 
and then with your feet shouldered with the gospel of peace. Then take up them in addition to all this, take up then the shield of faith that can quench all the fiery darts of the enemy, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit. And then pray in the Spirit on all occasions for all believers. Are you getting it? It's all in the scripture there. All right. Okay. So the word finally is a transition. Paul says, identify the need and source. Jerome is a church historian. He says, wisely does the apostle, after the special injunctions to husband and wife, servants and master, etc., etc., now in general enjoins all together to be strong in the Lord. Finally. Finally. Above all your relationship, finally. This is crucial. What is crucial? In the Lord. Next one. Be strong. The word be strong here, uh, can I have an example? John again, sorry. Okay, since you are the best one to use. The word be strong. It says finally, in all this relationship of yours, be strong. You need to be strong. The word be strong here in the present tense suggests this, not, maintain, not attaining more. It is maintaining. You have already have that in you. You're a child of God, co-heir with Christ. You're seated in the heavenly places with Him. Everything that God has for you is already upon you. He has already filled you with the Holy Spirit. So be strong in the present tense. It means keep going. Keep going. Come on, John, keep going. Keep going and keep going. That's the way. Be strong. Keep going. Keep going. Come on, keep going. Keep going. That's right. That's what I mean. You've got to keep going. And it's also in a passive verb. That means to be strong, that strength is not yours. Passive means you receive it. God pour His strength. God pour His power. God give you the anointing that's given to you. It's in a passive verb. And it's in an imperative mood, meaning the person is responsible. You got to do something. Or else you can have all that God has given to you in your present position. He empower you. If you want to be laid back, that's about it. Nothing's gonna happen. That's what he meant to be strong. If you want to choose to be weak, stay there. You want to choose to be defeated, stay there. You want to choose to be a loser, stay there. It's a choice. It's imperative. Signifying a personal responsibility requires you to utilize the divine might. God has empowered you. God has anointed you. God has called you. Follow me. I will make you fishers of. Yeah, thank God you know the scripture. Praise the Lord. And so you've got to utilize it. You've got to tell yourself, I will get up. I will get up. I will get up. <laughs> I will stand. Yeah. I will stand. That's right. You will. You will. You will. Come on, say it again. You will. That's right. We will stand. Be strong. Say, I'll be strong. Yeah. The strong cannot be, I will be strong. No, I'll be strong. I tell you, when you cast out demons, trust me, you got to be strong, man. But don't cast out demons from the person next to you. That's the, the person is not demonized. Okay, Edumo. Be strong what? Be strong in your pocket? No, be strong in the Lord. In the Lord. Let's talk about, you can move the. Be strong in the Lord. It's stuck. 
Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. Yes. Be strong in the Lord. Be strengthened not merely by the Lord. We say we are strengthened by the Lord. It's in the Lord. The whole secret of your spiritual strength is you being grafted with the Lord. If it's you being in a relationship, that word me know, meaning abide, remain, hang on, no matter what, I'm not letting go. I'm sticking on to God, man. I'm just staying in that, you see, in given place, state relation of expectancy. Amen? Abide in Him. John 15, 4, 11. If I can pick up verse 5. Verse 5 says, If you remain in me, Jesus said, I will remain in you. Oh, God's going to remain in us. And then in verse 7, he says, If you remain in me, my word will remain in you. Then you ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. Many of us pray and we say, God, what's going on here? What happened to my prayer being answered? But you see, you claim the scripture. If I ask whatever I wish, it will be done. Hey, 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 hey. The scripture has a condition that if you remain in me, and my word remain in you. It has to be led by the Spirit of God, yes, in relationship with Him, and also in His word. That when His word begins to speak to you, you see, we have a problem. We tend to take God like a bellboy. We pinpoint scriptures. We choose, and, we choose and throw scriptures as and when we like. No. You look into the Word of God and the Word of God begins to speak to you and then you arise. Many years ago when I lost my bones, God spoke to me very clearly. He says, my ways, you see, very interesting. He said, my ways are not your ways. Pastor, do you remember? You remember? You came to my house to have meetings and all. I was having major bone loss. The Lord spoke to me. I was sitting by the toilet there. I was not sitting in the toilet, but sitting by the toilet and God spoke to me. He says, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts. He said, by my stripe, you are healed. Oh, with that, I cry out to God. I say, Lord, heal my, I have acute bone loss. I say, Lord, heal my bones that I can speak for you. Heal my knees that I can kneel before you and go places to, to preach your gospel. I cried unto the Lord and the Lord heard my cry. Why? Because His word spoke to me. Are you getting me? Are you getting, there is a general promise, but there is specific words that speak to you. So He says, if if you abide in me and my word will abide in you, then you ask whatever you wish, then it will be granted unto you. Isn't God's word wonderful? Hello? Yes. And then the other abide, it says, abide in my love. By this shall all men know you are my disciple. I don't know, like, wrong already. If you have love, one for another, something like that. Okay, and in the power, two things, be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. The power here has to do with the outcome of exercise. That means the power is inside you, the might is already in you because it's His might. You exercise power because the source of the might comes from Him, not you. So some of us go, oh, I got power, I got power. No power. Because why not connected to the source? Yes, to be connected to the source. I've seen just movies only. Lah. How do you want to cast out demons, use the cross? You know? No, I'm not putting them down. But, you know, no. It's just your relationship with the Lord. Knowing your authority in Christ. Take your position, stand your ground, and do what God wants you to do. Because you exercise that power. You shall receive. You shall receive. 
Do you know this power and that power are two different Greek words? That power has to do with dynamis, a dynamite and a dynamo root word. That means God gives you a dynamis, the root word for a dynamo, that means inherent in you, there is a dynamo. A dynamo in a bicycle can only light up when you exercise, when you, type, when you ride on a bicycle, the light lights up. A dynamite is when you put it there, boom, everything. Wow, you got that potential. That's dynamis. But here the word power is katos. That means it has to do with the dominion that God has given to you. The authority that God has given to you. God has given you the authority, the dominion to exercise the strength and the might that's given to you. Do I hear an amen here? You need to do that. Pray. Take down strongholds. Pull down stronger. Push back the powers of the enemy. Amen. Amen. So what, who are your enemy? So we are able to stand against the diabolical stratagems. The word there is stratagems. I mean, he's got a strategy for us. Romans says, the put on the armor. has a put on the armor of light. Put on Jesus Christ. Put on the new man. So it's putting on. So tell your neighbor, put on. Put on. Okay. Put on is always positive most of the time. Put off is always negative. What is, what is not good? Okay. Put on the full armor of God. Why? Move lah. Why? Because so that you can stand against the walls of the devil. Look at the word walls in the Greek. Methodia in Greek. It can be defined. See what the devil is doing? Subtle. Mm-hmm, very subtle, deliberate, methodo- methodical art of leading astray. He has a plan. A careful scheme of artful plot, usually crafted for evil purposes, what we would call machinations. It is well taught. He has a plot. And our commentators say he has one-way thought. That means he's already planned it out one way just to get you. Scheming all the time. You got to put on, man. We got to be aware. Satan is like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. If you're caught unaware, that's it for you. Do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, and spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Now, all this, some commentary says, it has to do with the rams, the different rams and position that they have before the fall. So perhaps it's, that's why it's this way. All right, it's possible. There are different realms, different hierarchies of all this. But never mind. You know, you know there are three big angels, right? Three main angels, the names that we know. What are they? Come on. Number one, Michael, Gabriel, and? Hello? Michael, Gabriel, and? Lucifer, lah. He was an angel anyway. So when he fell, he brought upon all this as well, his legions as well, all right? Okay. Come. Our wrestle is not our wrestle, Karen. Yes, right. Our wrestle, the Greek word used here, okay, is pale. Pale is this. It has to do with wrestling, a struggle, and a combat. With him and me, it should be hard to win, but, but that's what it takes. Eh, I win. Wow, not bad. Huh? Uh, again, again. It has to do with foot-to-foot struggle or hand-to-hand. Wrestle, I'm not letting go. Like Jacob told God, I'm not letting go. Oh, I'm not letting go. Nah. Give me a hand. Nah. I want my. <laughs> Wrestle is this. When you see that the enemy is big, you're going to give up, man. When you see that this is overwhelming, you'll give up. But you think about God. 
You say, God, you're on my side. With you on my side, I am already the majority. You think you're big enough for me? You're too big? No, you're not too big. You're very small in the eyes of God. I want you to know that I'm bigger than you. Remember David and Goliath? You can be a Goliath, but I have God on my side. David says, you come against me with sword, spear, and javelin, but I come against you in the Lord God. There is power in the name of the Lord. There is power in the name of the Lord. Yeah, come on. You combat. You don't give up. You fight back. You wrestle until you have the victory. Many of us give up wrestling halfway. Many of us give up just pushing halfway. We say, God, we are tired. Just because things are not working out the way you expect it to be yet, don't give up. You're at the brink of a miracle. Do I hear an amen? It's not over yet. Auntie, you say, I like that song. Who has the final say? I say, who has the final say? That's right. Jehovah has the final say. Not against flesh and blood. Not against human adversary. However powerful, subtle, cruel, we live in our nation, we got to pray for our nation. You wrestle for our nation. Amen? Not against human adversaries, however powerful, however subtle, however cruel, nor against fleshly appetites, but against principalities, powers, etc., in a fourfold manner, remember? Indicating that they have a sphere of influence and a power to utilize. The mighty princes of all the infernal regions, and great is their power, and that likewise of the legions which they command. But it's okay, because Satan is under our feet. Satan is under our feet. Amen? And so with that, he says, Therefore, put on the full armor of God. Ta-da! Ladies and gentlemen, Roger. The Bible says, Therefore, when you see this word, therefore, it's telling you, hey, since you have all this warfare, you know, in the Bible, you read when, you, when you're reading the Bible, you take note of the word finally, therefore, or because it means you've got to take note, therefore. Therefore, it's like, hey, pay attention here now. Since you have all this, my final advice to you, my conclusion to you is this. Take note of this. Therefore, put on the full armor of God. You can see earlier, it says put on the full armor because the devil has a scheme against you. And then that scheme will come. Because now it says, therefore, when the days of evil come, he is scheming. He's waiting with all his subtle plans. But now the scriptures say, therefore, when the days of evil come, it will come. He will make sure it comes to you. But you will stand your ground after you have done everything to stand, he says. Hallelujah. And so he says, put on. What do you put on first? Come on. Read your Bible. Lah. Huh? Belt of truth. With belt of truth at your waist, with belt of truth at your waist, the breastplate in place, and the shoe of shoe shorted with the gospel of peace as you set on pace. Amen. Yeah. Okay. So, so the belt of truth is basically all this armor. Listen carefully. Truth, righteousness, peace given to you by God. God put it on you because you receive a righteousness 
the breastplate of righteousness, a righteousness imputed to all of us, a righteousness of Jesus Christ. Paul says our righteousness is like filthy rags. King James Version says it's like dung. That means like a sire. How dung. It says your righteousness, but it says you have a righteousness imputed upon you by Christ. It's already put on you as you put it on, as you take it on. Belt of truth, the truth there. Let the truth be the one that got you. He says, put on the belt of truth, first of all, the first piece. Why? Truth. You know the truth, and the truth shall set you. He whom the Son set free is? So clever. I'm so glad you know the scripture. It's free indeed. So that truth must always be the truth of God's word. Not subjective truth, not the truth that everybody agrees. No, it's the truth in the word of God because Jesus said, I am the way, the. That's right. That truth be girded around you. That truth be around you because it is this peace that holds this together and the righteousness of Jesus Christ be imputed to you and the peace of God at your feet. The gospel of peace that you have received, that you are secured, that you are stable. He said, I am, Jesus is the Prince of Peace, that mighty God. He said, I give unto you the peace that surpasses all understanding. My peace I give unto you, not as the world give, give I unto you. He is that peace that you have received, that you have put on, the righteousness, that truth, that is it. And the scripture went on to say, take up, take up. You see, all soldiers usually, these are the pieces they take up or take off. Correct or not in warfare? You, they don't take out this one. They don't come out after war. Take it out, take out, then put it No, they don't do that. This one remains intact because these are the virtues, the, the characteristic of God that's been placed on you. But you take up. You know why? Because you're about to go to war. When you're about to go to war, you've got to take up your weapons so that the Satan can flee. Amen? Put on. Other scripture put, put on as well. But let's put take on. NIV put take on. So you take up what? Shield. Shield of faith. Faith is something you've got to take up. You've got to put on you. You've got to exercise. As you go into warfare, it can quench all the fiery darts. We are all the fiery darts. Come on. Come on, Satan. Hey, sorry, I mean, you're not Satan. Sorry, sorry. I mean, fiery darts of the enemy. Come on. All the fiery darts on the man. Shoot, shoot. Shoot. Yeah, oh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, huh? That's right. Not over yet. You see, ah, uh, but you see, ah, uh, like that. Uh. You know. <laughs> okay. Are you still okay? <laughs> You're not dying, are you? Satan like a roaring lion. Ha 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 ha! That you see? You see? You see? We must be alert at all times. The Bible say. Because he walk around and he roam around. And you never know. He's so alert now. Trust me. But I am even more alert. Trust me. The devil knows. Ha, 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 ha. Hmm. That's why the scriptures say be alert. Be alert at all times. Because at any time, he's scheming for that day of evil to come over. I'm not attacking you. Huh? See, he can trick you. He can deceive you. I'm hitting you. Ha, 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 ha. There, I got you. See? That's what I'm trying to tell you. So it says, it can quench the fiery darts of the enemy. Because the enemy is firing fiery darts. Not that. 
Not one duck. Many ducks. He cannot get here. He will get here. And he will get here. And he will get here. He will get here. Get here. Got you. There. He cannot get. get. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to illustrate here. So take on the shield of faith. Be alert. Stand your ground. Stand firm. Because you have the truth on you. You have the breastplate of righteousness. And you've got the gospel of peace. You'll be at peace in the midst of storms. In the midst of warfare, your foundation is strong because the Prince of Peace is with you. Come on, give him glory, give him praise. Shield of faith is not done yet. Helmet of salvation. Why? Because the battlefield is the mind. Oftentimes, the enemy shakes with young people. I deal with young people, I know. Shakes their faith. Because the mind begins to question. Is God real? What is the Trinity all about? What is kenosis? What is Jesus emptying himself? Is he God? Is he man? Oh no, all these things. And they begin to shake. Helmet of salvation protects the mind. Because the mind, when you think that's what you are, that's what they always say. You think you're defeated, you're defeated. And then the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. The Word of God is the one. Ah, this one I like. Mm, Satan, come. Ah, remember the temptation? Satan, come. And says, <laughs> If you are the Son of God, I say to you, Turn, 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 turn this bread. I found a bread here now. Ah, turn this stone into bread. Ah, it is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but on every, every word that comes from the word. Ah! The Word of God. you got to know the Word of God because you counter the enemy by the Word of God. Ah, not over yet, not over yet. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on, the boy. Come on, stand here. If you were to jump, even though it's glad tidings, Pataling Jaya, very short, but never mind. You, but you won't die but broke your knee, but never mind. If you, if you are really a child of God, Roger T, first year in Bible school, <laughs> Jump now, because God said He will send His angels to, to, to be there to help you. Come on, jump, 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 jump. It is written, you shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Ah, ah, I know you need money to buy a bigger ring for your wife. <laughs> Diamond ring. Chikang, chikang, chikang. And you cannot go to casino. <laughs> Bow down to me. You need school fees, right, for your children's education. How many children do you have? Three children. Three is not oh, three. Three is not enough. <laughs> Bow down. Bow down. And I will give it all to you. Your bank account will be more than better don't say. <laughs> I want to say that one, but don't say. It is written, worship the Lord your God and serve Him only. Ah, come and give God the glory. That's what it is. The Word of God written in your heart. The Word of God sharper than any double-edged sword. They can pierce even through the soul and the marrow, dividing them. Come on, the Word of God is life. Come on, His Word is a lamb unto my feet and a light unto my path. Give Him glory. That is the Word of God. And do you know we oftentimes stop at the armor just here? The armor didn't end there. 
because there's one armour they cannot wear. Look at the next scripture. Look at the next scripture. As I'm going to close here. Look at the next scripture. What did the next scripture say? What's the next scripture? Do you know you have to tie in with the last script, the next scripture and not stop there? Because it says here, it says, and pray in the spirit. You can't put on prayer, but you can carry prayer. And it says in the next scripture, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. That should wrap up your armor of God. Put on every priest and in prayer. So I say to you, stand. 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 I say to you, when you walk through the fire, when you go through the flood, when the storm should come, no matter what happens, stand strong. Come and give Jesus all the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. I close here in prayer now. Oh, the video. Okay. We'll close with the video and I'll pass the time to our main pastor, Reverend Dr. Vincent Liu. I leave this with you. Pray at all times. Please. Pray. 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 Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. God bless you.